Welcome back to the Tube Station Podcast. This is going to be a short episode, one of our, uh, definitely one of our shortest episodes. Uh, we're going to be talking briefly about who we voted for and why. Um, November 3rd? November 3rd is in two days from when we are recording this. You will receive this episode on Election Day. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I just kind of figured we could kind of vent about who we voted for. Thankfully, like, this politic-driven age is probably coming to an end um, after this election. Um, And, yeah, I thought maybe people would be interested to see who we voted for personally because... They love to say every vote counts. They love to push the narrative this year. Get out and vote. Get out and vote. Like, literally, I've I've never never seen it this morning. No. It's crazy. It's kind of, like, pissing me off a lot. And so, and it's just, like, I love the the videos I've seen on social media of people, like, stop telling me to vote. If you knew who I was voting for, you would not want me to go vote. Well, yeah, because, like, it's probably probably safe to say, like, 90% of the people saying go vote are really saying go go vote for Biden. Right, because they just want Trump out as soon as possible. That's literally it. Yeah. So. Um, But I think it's safe to say that neither of us voted confidently. No. Like, neither of us went in and voted and were like, this is definitely the choice. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, this is the best choice for America. It's just, like, the it's like which one's least shitty, in your opinion? Well, I have that's a That's really what it came down to. And it's sad because th- I think that's how a lot of Americans kind of had to look at things this year. So you asked a good question that I was actually in bed last night thinking about this episode and, like, came about this question. But when you vote, isn't it crazy to think the goal of your vote is what influences a lot of people. Like, are you voting for the best choice for America or the best choice for yourself? Like, what's the right thing to want when you're voting? See, Well, the thing is, for us, I think it's safe that, like, what we vote for is, like, probably the best for America because we're, like, pretty much average Americans. We're not, like, filthy rich, and we're not, like, super poor. We're just, like, middle-class Americans. Um, But, I mean, obviously there's other things that, like, you have to look at that, like, don't affect you, whether it's, uh, I don't know, like, having to do with, like, race or religion or whatever it is. Uh, I I think you also kind of have to look at things that don't affect you just to make sure that everybody's treated fairly or whatever. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so, um, what is your vote? What did you cast? How did you cast your vote? And um, what was kind of the deciding factor? Because like you said before, like we were both not confident in our votes. Um, and we both just kind of, I don't know, I, was, I said this earlier, like we just kind of sent it. And we were just like, all right, that's over with, like, really don't care who wins either way. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, so I've I voted for Trump. I'm sure a lot of hearts just dropped as I said that. Um, I mean, yeah, like I said, 
I don't love Trump, and I, I certainly don't love Biden. They're both shit shows in their own ways. Um, but to me, uh, I thought that Trump was a better pick. More, uh, I think a lot of this is, a lot of what I picked was more based that I don't like Biden than I do like Trump. Yeah. So there's like a few things. Um, like I think that Trump's improved uh, like some of our trade deals and our economy was like absolutely booming, like better, like as, as like the best it's been since, since the fifties um, before COVID obviously um, unemployment was at record lows. So I think like our economy was doing really well and uh but more I look at Biden's history as a as a politician, some of the things he said, some of the things he's done. And to me, if there's like if we if we haven't gotten much better in the past like thirty or forty years, what makes you think putting someone who is a key role in like a lot of legislature in those thirty and forty years is gonna make it better? Um Good point. So, like, a couple examples, like, a a lot of people talk about um, Biden's 1994 crime bill. It, it, mass incarceration had already been a problem. Um, I don't think it, it caused it or anything like that, but I don't think it helped it at the same time. Um, And I, uh, there was even a point in the, uh, I think it was the second or it might have been the first uh, Democratic debate where uh, Kamala actually called Joe out. Or I'm sorry, this is a different situation I was talking about, but I'll get back. I'll get back to that later. But um, but I do have a clip from uh, a, a couple different clips, but it's it's all kind of compiled into one, uh, kind of about that crime bill. I like the idea they keep in jail longer. I'm the guy that wrote the bill requiring federal judges to keep people in jail 100% of the time for which they're sentenced. It doesn't matter whether or not they're the victims of society. The end result is they're about to knock my mother on the head with a lead pipe, shoot my sister, beat up my wife, take on my sons. So I don't want to ask what made them do this. They must be taken off the street. Crime bill. The Biden crime bill. Hell, we've had crime bills coming out our ears. Every major crime bill since 1976, every minor crime bill has had the name of the Democratic senator from the state of Delaware, Joe Biden. You got a gun? You commit a felony? Ten years. We already have it. Five years. Minimum mandatory. Judge can't say, you know, you had it in your pocket, you never intended to use it, we're only going to give you one year. Judge has to say five years. Well, he wants to make it 10 or 20 or 60. We can work that out. He wanted to remove judicial. So, I mean, that was just like one example. But I I think a lot of the things he said there, and you can go back and listen a second time. Some of those things are pretty scary to me. I mean, him saying like increasing a a felon having a gun to a 60-year sentence. Uh... I, I mean, some like like I just said, just some of that shit that he said is scary. And and he said that his name was on every minor and major crime bill since 1976. 
I mean, mass incarceration, like, since the 70s has been, like, a huge problem. So, like, right there, he's saying that he was part of every major crime bill, many of which were failures, um, especially to uh, to the African-American community. So, I don't, like, the, we're, I mean, we're, we're keeping this short, so I don't want to get super deep into it, but um, that's just, like, one example of something that I think Biden has fucked up on royally for decades and I wouldn't expect um, him to make our huge problems with prisons and mass incarceration and all that. I don't think he could improve that any better based on what he's done in the past. So correct me if you think I'm wrong, but do you get this like inkling that Joe Biden is actually, like, more of a hothead than Trump. I mean, honestly, there's, like, there's a lot of videos and, like, instances where Biden has, like, lost his cool. Yes. But, like, Biden's, like, Biden's, like, physical. Like, he's, like, told people, like, he'll take him outside and, like, kick the shit out of him. <laughs> where, like, Trump kind of just, like, calls people, like, ugly yeah, his and, like, words. fat and, like, losers and shit. Where, uh, like, Biden's like, like, I'll go kick your ass, like, if I have to. Like, you want to see me out back? He said, like, some, like, union worker or something that was, like, challenging him on something. But, uh, yeah, I think they're both hotheads, but in, in their own ways. I just feel like I've seen so many clips of Biden just, like, like you said, like, he just simply just, like, loses his cool. Like, his tone gets, like, real pissed. Like, yeah, just clearly it's, it's angry. It's, like, a little scary. Yeah, it? it's scary, honestly. Um... But yeah, so um, is there any, so yeah, good points, Trump, economy, like that's just the first thing you think with him, because he yes. is a god Absolutely. when it comes to that, in comparison to any president in the past. Um, again, he did this in less than four years to get the economy to the point where it was, uh, when it was still kind of rebounding from uh, the Great Recession in 2009. Um, Joe Biden, like you talked about, uh, he's got his highs and lows, but I think the general consensus that you kind of summarized with him is that he has been in the government, like in high powerful places for like 40, well, Trump loves to say 47 years. He just yep. keeps saying it. Like you were here for 40, Trump's been in like 47 months because yes. he always compares it to, yeah, like you've been in a position of power for 47 months in the country is the way it is right now. So like, what makes you think that these four years, like you're going to do all this stuff that you think will not only make the country better, but will like correct things that you have already wronged. Like that's the thing is Joe Biden's campaign right now is like, it's running on a lot of the things that he has actually had like a hand in, uh, throughout his pol yeah, political it's, career. It's Right, he's like running against his own right doings, and like Trump's and been like calling him out. Don't, yeah, and people don't understand that. Like, yeah, that he was like crucial in a lot of this. And the other point I was uh, that I kind of stumbled into earlier. I'm not going to play that clip because we're trying to keep it short. But um, he uh, he opposed. Uh, well, he pre he pretty much supported legislation that uh, opposed like the court ordered uh, busing mandates. At the time, uh, that was 
what they were saying was the fastest acting tool to promote uh, school desegregation. And he actively uh, was against that. <clears throat> and he worked with um, James Eastland. He was the Mississippi senator. Um, he worked closely with him on legislation at the time. And that, uh, that guy, James Eastland, frequently referred to blacks as the inferior race. So he worked like hand in hand with like straight racists. Um, and then he's also had like there's there's some quotes that are a little sketchy to say the least. Um, uh, he said uh, about Obama. He said, "I mean, you got the first sort of mainstream African American who is articulate and bright and clean and a nice looking guy. I mean, that's a storybook, man. <laughs> like <laughs> what?" Uh, he, he said uh, like the whole put y'all back in chains poor kids are just as bright as white kids so he said a bunch of like kind of sketchy shit just cause like he's I think he's just like an old racist but people view him as like just a nice old fluffy man and like I don't think he's an active racist really at this point probably but I think just the things that he's done in the past like I'd rather just not well, if anyone's in a position um, to be actively racist, it's the position that these two are in. <laughs> yeah. And then um, just like a couple more points, and then I'll let uh, Jack make his points. Biden also has been caught in uh, multiple lies over the years. And you can obviously make this argument for Trump because Trump lies a lot. But um, some of Biden's lies have been somewhat... Uh, they're, they're bigger bigger lies in my opinion um, so for example he said that he was arrested trying to visit Nelson Mandela um, that's been fact checked that never happened uh, the, the city that he said he got arrested in is like over 200 miles from where Nelson Mandela was being held and he didn't even get arrested there um he said that he marched during the civil rights movement, but there's a video from 1987 saying that he was never an, he wasn't an activist and he never went out and marched or or did anything like that. Said he graduated the top half of his class with three degrees and a full scholarship, when he really graduated 76th of 85, had two degrees and a half scholarship. Um, so. Like I said, we're keeping it short. Those are just a few of the reasons why I personally don't um, didn't want to vote for Biden as president because looking back at his history, I don't think he's done as well as the media and others uh, portray. And um, that's pretty much it. Oh, and there was one th one other thing. And uh, he ran for president in 1988, and he lost it. Uh, a lot of people attribute that loss to him being caught plagiarizing a speech during, um, I don't know what it was during, but it was leading up to the to the election. He got caught plagiarizing most of the speech. So, but that is my quick, roughly fifteen minute explanation. So, I agree with everything you said and I think it's a good uh, transition point because I believe that 
This election is based on two very clear sides. It's about priority. What do you prioritize in this next president? If there's anything that Trump has proven, it's that he's not the typical politician. And it's like, do you want the typical politician or do you not? Because in terms of political beliefs, I don't think you can clearly say one has better views on politics than another. But it's the stuff on the side that like people are just fed up with. Like the way that he handles press conferences, the way that he handles um, really any social or... Um, no one's... We've never seen a president like this. Like every time he goes up, you're just like waiting to see what crazy shit he's going to say. So And like whether it's whether it really is crazy or it's per portrayed as crazy, either way, like whether you like love him or hate him or or just settle for him he's it's it's fun and funny to listen to him speak there's just something about like the way he speaks and it's just it's like it's comical kind of i don't know a little side note he just doesn't give a shit um noel and i arguably our favorite youtubers um the nelk boys shout out nelk um they literally went on stage and they were on Air Force One. They went on stage at a rally and danced to YMCA. It was all over social media. Like the <laughs> craziest shit. Like if you could imagine YouTubers that got here by pulling like politically incorrect pranks, like constantly just fucking with the system, like their entire baseline for their pranks is to fuck with people that like are just way too serious about life way too serious about any of this stuff so um that like perfectly summarizes like who trump is i feel like but he's just like like people are gonna get pissed like when i say this because like maybe it doesn't fall under like everybody but he's he just like some of the times you see him like he just seems like one of the like he just seems like one of the boys. Yeah. But like there's but at the same time like I've also seen videos of Biden like people like walking up to him at like rallies and stuff and like he just daps him up yeah. and he just seems like he's just like he just seems pretty chill. So it's it's kind of tough to tell. Yeah. I agree. But uh I'll get into who I voted for. So um And then if there's uh if you want me to play any of the sound that we pulled just let me know. Um yeah. So I voted for Joseph Biden. <laughs> uh, and the reason being is because of exactly what I just said. Um, I personally have chosen, and I debate myself internally on this all the time, if I made the right choice to prioritize being politically correct and sort of not even being politically correct, though, more just moving on with my life. Like, I voted for Biden, majority of the reason, because I'm just fed up with politics. Like, I'm so tired of the news just, like, constantly covering, like, everyone just caring about, like, what Trump has to say every single day. And it's like, remember normal life? You're right. If Biden gets elected, everybody will probably just shut up. Right. And like, it'll be back to just the normal, just bullshit. But it's like, whatever, you deal with it. Like, the only times I can remember, like, seeing what Obama actually said, like, times that come to memory, is, like, when we killed bin Laden. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, or like his like State of the Union address. Yeah, right. Like only like major moments where like Trump, there's literally like 20 minutes of footage every day. Exactly. And I'm just like, I'm so tired of it because I hate politics. Not that I don't like believe in them or I don't like support the government or any of that. I'm just like, I want to live like my life. I want to like enjoy my life. And just like it can drive you crazy for sure. It's just too much, dude. Like I need not even me. Like I think the country needs a break. And that's why I voted for Joe Biden, because I believe that if he's elected, people will care less. Maybe the country will be in a worse place four years from now. But um, I mean, and we'll get into this later. That's kind of the two party systems fault. That's not my fault. Like I didn't vote. I didn't want it to be Biden versus Trump. Like, I don't know who I want. Two sides of the same coin. Right. So, like, that's why I voted for Joe Biden. And um, in terms of Trump, I'm not going to dig him as much as you dug Joe in in this episode necessarily. Just because, um, like, like we both said, like, I was very close to voting for Trump. Very close. Because if I did vote based on the merit of politics... I think Trump is a better president of the United States for this country, for everyone, blah, 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 all this stuff. But you're saying if Biden gets in, everybody will just chill the fuck out and you you won't have to hear about bullshit every day about politics. Mm -hmm. You'll just be able to deal with a normal life and not worry about all this shit all the time. Exactly. And, um... A few things I will say about Trump. It seems like the digs on Trump right now, especially on the liberal side, if you watch any debates, any town halls recently, they're talking about, number one, what's the number one thing they're talking about right now? I don't even, I don't know. They're always, they always just call him racist, I feel like. Well, it's been riding the racist way for a long time. Which is proven to be, I mean, you can, this is pretty, uh, subjective like you could say he's racist or not but like he's come forward and like clearly denounced white supremacy like the fact that people yeah, I don't think, think he's, he's racist but i think like some of the things like like when he said like my my african-american friend over here like that's not racist per se it's just like weird well it's like, not politically correct not, is what it's yeah it's not like racially yeah it's not politically correct i guess which is his and whole like, thing <laughs> personally i don't think of myself as political politically correct but like when i heard him say that i was like ooh, like that's like i don't i wouldn't say that right um yeah i agree so race is definitely a big thing they're talking about right now but i would say like the number one knock on trump right now that the libs love to pull out is covid um and oh yeah i my opinion on knocking Trump for COVID is this. The only thing you could possibly knock him on is Obama had a set plan in place for a pandemic. He set it up with a team that he personally appointed when he was in office, and they set up a plan to follow if there was ever a pandemic. Um, I mean, we can get into how sketchy that is uh, in a like, you know, future episode, maybe. But like, how did he know? Just so happened a few years ago that he knew. Who knows? But Trump purposely threw the plan out, like just because it was Obama's. Like, didn't even look at it. Like, he was just like, "All right, like this dude's bullshit. Like, I'm gonna handle this and, the way and, I want to. I'm not gonna let the past and president." He didn't really replace it with like a firm plan either. Though. No, That's he the thing, he like, was just gonna like play it by he was ear. Just like. Obama, no. Yeah. I don't want it. Exactly. Um, so that's the only thing you could say. And 
But I would counter myself and say, who knows how many lives that plan would have saved? Like I, my whole thing with COVID and Trump is like, this disease is one of the most infectious diseases we've ever seen. Like the way that it can transfer from person to person is so easy. And so in terms of like protecting the population against a pandemic, like how amazing was this plan? Like, was it going to save all these lives that we've lost? Like I really, I would bet no. Like I would bet that we would have been as well. I think that we'd be in this place that we're at right now, maybe earlier, maybe later. I don't know, but I think we would have lost this many lives regardless. That's my opinion. Yeah, it might have saved some if there was some sort of protocol or um, section that focused on the elderly. But I don't know the details of the Obama pandemic. Right, me neither. Special or whatever. (laughs) But, I mean, to me, at least months ago, I'm sure it's probably the same, but, like, the median death age for this, or, like, the average death age was like 81 or something and that and like i'm pretty sure the average like lifespan for an american is like 79 yeah so like not to say that like old people like don't don't deserve to live or yeah or don't matter anything but i mean how much can you do to protect people who are like vulnerable right and vulnerable yeah um yeah so and then i will say this that i've been telling a few people close to me um why are you voting based on covid like this is a pretty once in a lifetime type of pandemic slash disease that's like ever gonna come around you can't compare it to anybody else right like you can compare like trump's foreign policy to other presidents his like his views on whatever to other presidents but like no other president has have to has had to handle a pandemic right so it's all just like speculation of how good other people would have handled it. Exactly. And so with that being said, I was like, why would you vote based on something that is A, I believe a fluke, and B, in the past, like it's over. Like we lost. COVID won. Like we lost 230,000 people. Like they're dead. So let's just move. Like why do we care about that for the next four years? Like a vaccine's coming why should that influence who's going to be the president the next four years? And it's just another way libs are just like throwing something at Trump. Like why would you vote for him? 230,000 people are dead. And it's like, you got to think about it logically. even, (laughs) Even Biden in the last debate, like I can't remember his exact quote, but he pretty much said that like those lives are like, like the blood of those people is on your hands on Trump's hands. Like, that's not that wasn't his quote at all but that was like what he said essentially they're like it was trump's fault that all these people died right and it's like i mean a lot of people probably latched onto that and like yeah for sure but like if you really step back and take a look at it like i think we could have had any president and it would have been just as bad maybe a little better maybe a little better because they'd be running things like more conventionally and questioning less but at the same time, then you can go back and look at the CDC. At the beginning of the pandemic, there was an interview with Fauci, and he says that masks aren't required. Pretty much do nothing, yes. and it just it just makes people feel better. But like a mask is not going to 
make or break the pandemic. Right. And then later on, they change that, whether or not it's true. I mean, just you can't just blame Trump when he's he's questioning things when he's being told separate things and they keep changing their minds and say it can be transmitted on services, but then it can't and like this and that. And, but obviously it's just all a guess. It, it, it's just a guessing game. Right. So we really don't know how any other president would have handled this. And we probably won't know for a long time. But if you had to guess, like I, I would just guess on the side that like any president, we would have been in this place. Like, do you see a president like really like having the power to stop this highly infectious? I mean, why of do you disease? think we have? Do you, why do you think we have so many more deaths than other countries? Um, I think that's like the main question, so, and like I really don't, I I don't know the answer. And that's just another thing connecting I think, back. I think our public's stubborn, though. That's for sure. So I don't think other publics are like bitching about masks and like questioning everything. I think they probably just want to get over it. And a lot of Americans are like, fuck this. Like, this is all bullshit. Like, there's people who think it's not even real at all and everything's fake. There's people who think some shit's fake. And then there's people who are freaking out and won't leave their house. And I think that is one thing that you could pin on Trump. Because um, just say Barack Obama's in office. In terms of just the public perception of COVID, it would have been taken way more seriously. Like, he would have come forward... First of all, like in April, he would sit at a press conference that's like solely dedicated to COVID with a mask on, take it off and be like, yo, this shit's fucked. We're a lot of people are going to die. Wear your mask. Like if we have to wear a mask, like Trump has never said wear a mask. Not one time has he said wear a mask. No. So that means yeah, all of his supporters are like, oh, the Trump like doesn't wear a mask a B doesn't think it's that serious, and so why should I? And um, that is a perfect segue into my last reason why I voted for Joe Biden. It's nothing against Trump. It's against his supporters. I hate these people. Like, these are racists, like actual racists. Not tr Trump is not a racist. No, that's the, that's <laughs> like, the problem, dude. The f all the Nazis love him. Yeah. That's the problem, bro. And all these like so fucks like if in the you South. like them, people think you're a Nazi, but like no. But it, it sucks because I know exactly what you're saying, dude. There's so many pieces of shit on the right, right? Who like would literally like start another Holocaust if they had the power? Yes, and like you see these protests, right? Like I'm not even gonna get into Black Lives Matter, but Black Lives Matter protests they're happening, and there's these white pieces of trash from the South that are like purposely going to the protests. Just to straight, like, clown these, like, black people and intimidate them, call them names, like, all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, I don't care about the Black Lives Matter protesters. What are you doing? Like, you are a piece of shit. Like, and yep. they love Trump. So it's like, I don't want these people to think, like, oh, what we do and what we believe, this is right. This is okay. And that's just... Honestly, probably reason number one why I didn't vote for Trump because I can't come around to side with those kinds of people. And that's the bottom line. Yeah, I definitely see where you're coming from and agree to an extent. Um, it, it, yeah, it sucks that I think racists 
misinterpret a lot of the shit he said. That a lot of the shit he says. And um, I don't know. I think it's it's just shitty to to be on the same side as those pieces of shit. But like, I mean, like I said, I've made my point. I don't like. Um, I I honestly think Biden's more racist than Trump, just based on his policy and the things he's done in the past. But at the same time, the racists love Trump. Like some of them actually like think he's a god. And um, it's, it's fucked. Yeah. And like I said, I'm I'm not happy with my vote, and like yeah, I'm not. No happy. matter what, I would not be happy. Yeah, we. I like wanted to vote for Joe Jorgensen. I really thought about it, and I was like, well, it's fucking pointless. Yeah, exactly. Your vote would not matter. That would be the problem. No. Um. Yeah. No. Perfect. And to wrap this up, I mean, we both voted for the other candidate. Obviously, we are a podcast divided in that sense. Um. Still homies. And, no beef right. here. And that's another. Okay, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll end it. But I do want to say, like, that's my biggest problem with libs again. Is like, their ho- like the whole Democratic Party like runs on like fairness and equality and um, having rights. And yet, if you don't believe exactly what they believe, you're canceled. Like, you're done. Fuck you. Yep. Like, <laughs> like, bro. Totally. It it sucks because I think, I mean, obviously, if Trump loses, there's going to be a ton of diehard trumpers who are going to be heartbroken but i think the a lips lot of might go crazy like, ah like fuck it like we had a good run like it is what it is like maybe in four years like we can get we can get another republican in mm-hmm. like if like if like okay if it comes to that but then i think there's also going to be a lot of like liberals that like if trump wins like immediately Immediate recount, uh, fraud, sue, sue um, Supreme Court, impeachment. Uh, he, he, yeah, I mean, if he wins, it's going to be an absolute shit show. That's just facts. Like, literally, the libs will not stand for a Trump win. And so... And I don't know if you've noticed, but, like, for weeks, if not months, no, probably months now, they've been, like, they keep questioning, like, that if Trump loses, like, will he leave? Right. So they're, like, already putting it in our head that, like, he's not going to leave and they're going to, like, force him out. Right. Like, they want so conflict. We'll see what... Like, right. they feel like, like they're... Even if he wins, they're going to, like, find a way to, like, fuck with it. They literally like, think... They feel like they're at war. <laughs> like... Well, I... Yeah, it was, like, like 35% of Americans think, like, there's going to be a civil war in the next five years or something right. like that. It's fucked. So, so. <laughs> um, Yeah. This is a good podcast. But this was a nice quick one. Um, and we wanted to finish with the idea that me and Jack disagree on some of these points, but still homies, no beef. We can, like, it. Do, this doesn't affect anything, whether Trump or Biden wins or whatever happens. Nothing changes between us. We're, like, we're still friends. So if you have friends who voted for Biden or voted for Trump and and you think differently of them now, just take a step back and just separate the politics from the person that you know. Right, because understand that they're... Everybody thinks differently. Understand that, like, you're friends with them because they're a good person. Like, who, who they voted for, what they believe politically, like, 
this is not like the end all be all. And that goes back to what I said about Joe Biden. Like, I just want life to go back to normal. I don't want people to care about politics so much. I just want everyone to be chilling. Like, realistically, I feel like yeah. I'm in the right here. Like, I want just everyone to be happy. Like, oh, can everyone be happy? Point, like, just voting for Biden so everybody, so she just goes back to normal and there's just like, it's whatever. We just have politicians. Right. It's sad that, like, that's what my reasoning was because i do settle for that but fuck it right because i do care about like politics like i want the world to improve politically but it's sad that like i'm just like at this point like i'm literally an exhausted voter like i'm like fucking half asleep like filling out my fucking ballot like please god like have it make it end yep i'm with you there thank you listening uh to this quick little episode it happy election day um hopefully you're listening to this um maybe midday maybe at night right before the results start to come out and we could see like uh what we got and um there will certainly be a follow-up episode to this just a little reaction um so stay tuned for that follow us on twitter at the tube station instagram at tube station pod and happy voting no.